This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. An 80s television show is getting a reboot, and Netflix is bringing it back. My hope is that there is somebody that's out there that knows the truth. All these years, we never spoke of it. It just doesn't make sense. This case needs to stay open. It should never close. Something happened to him. I know somebody did something to him. What were they hoping to accomplish? I'm here because I think there's hope. I really do. If you know something, please come out. You know what it is? Unsolved, Unsolved Mysteries. mysteries. Just Love this it. theme song when I was a kid would make me want to hide under the covers. Uh-huh. I specifically remember being in the basement with my cousin, and we were probably eight, and I used to love the show. We were the same age, and I heard the theme song come on through the vent in the floor, and I was like, oh, man, we got to go watch Unsolved Mysteries. Your parents are like, it's like, no, man, I can't. Like, he was scared of the there was one Sasquatch episode, apparently, that just ruined him. Yeah. It's a it's very horror, uh, like 80s horror movie. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Jason, and for some reason, Mike the Myers host. kind of music. Yeah, the host, too, when he would walk into this music in the Robert smoky Stack. background. Man. Yeah. He had the best. Hello there. We got some mysteries. I can't even almost yeah. do his voice. I love that show. Mm-hmm. It's good. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, I'm so caught up in like YouTube conspiracies with unsolved mystery. I wonder how they can compete with that. Because uh, if you are a person who loves unsolved mysteries, there are so many options right now. It's like unsolved mysteries broke the ground and was amazing, but at this point, it might be might be tough competition out there. There's a whole other level of conspiracy theories. There's a conspiracy theory for everything now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe a maybe a better show would be solved mysteries. <laughs> yeah, you know? can we get some closure, <laughs> please? Yeah. Solved mysteries might just be a, a fun way to do it. You have someone telling the, the story about the bright lights they saw in the sky. <sighs> it was a satellite. You know, and then I found <laughs> out. I, looked, I went to the satellite tracking uh, website, and it turned out, yeah, it was just a satellite. Every mystery is unsolved. The Manitowoc County making a murderer unsolved. The podcast yeah. serial unsolved. The Jeffrey Epstein Let- new documentary unsolved. Let's get some solved mysteries on yes. television. I, hear, I heard this strange noise like a... In the night, it was a cold winter night, I heard... And I thought, oh, they're coming for me. But then I looked out the window, and it was just the snowplow guy. Solved. <laughs> it was just solved a branch on the mystery. vinyl siding. Solved mystery. <laughs> And I thought my wife had a lot of shampoo bottles in the uh, in the shower, uh, but <laughs> she's only got seven compared to Jim's girlfriend Sarah, who has eighteen different bottles or canisters in in your shower now, Jim. Hmm. I guess that's a married woman versus a single woman. She's not locked <laughs> down do yet, mean? so she's she needs eleven uh, more bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Until you put a ring on it. 
Okay. <laughs> Can you run in there? Because I don't even know what, like, 17 different bottles of stuff in the shower. What? How po- could you possibly need that much stuff? I want to know what, what you're working with there. Okay, my my microphone will reach, my headphones won't, so I'm just going to have to take off my headphones. I'll go rattle them off as quick as I can, okay? Okay, well, yeah, take your time. Like, we want to be able to understand what you're saying, but okay. walk across the hall into the bathroom there, and as long as okay. we can hear you, we're good. Here I go. All right. Can't, can't hear you. I'm going. <laughs> oh, is my cord going to make it? Oh, man. My cord... Oh, okay. We have. Give me a sec, Taz. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, okay. I can't hear you again, just so you know, but here we go. Desert Essence Thoroughly Clean Face Wash. Uh, Color Brilliance Conditioner. Ooh. Hydrating Body Wash Aveeno. Gentle nice. Skin Cleanser. Uh, rich repair restoring conditioner, uh, silver gloss protect system shampoo, uh, bamboo fibers thicken and restore, uh, Olay lock in the moisture body wash, uh-huh. surf scrub face and body, nude beach bath soak. Don't even have a bath, just a shower. Blackhead. Well, I should, maybe some of these are probably embarrassing. <laughs> Green tea scrub. Um, she doesn't have blackheads, by the way. Beautiful skin. Anti-yellow shampoo. Another one. This is one before brilliant shampoo color, but it's just more empty than the other one. Um, nice. Apricot scrub. Mm. Softened skin, a smooth shave. Coconut oil. Hydrating body wash. <laughs> <laughs> sea minerals. I think that's all of them. Wow. Okay, I'm coming back. <laughs> that is that's a lot of stuff. I don't I don't know what that noise was at the start there. It, was your mic cord was your microphone cord too short and you had to knock all of the bottles off the shelf onto the that's, the floor yeah. of the shower to reach? I had them? to like sweep them with my arm and bring them closer because <laughs> I was maxed out. <laughs> Well, you better put them all back before Sarah wakes up. <laughs> See, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what it is, but my wife was very sensitive that we were talking about this on the air. She's like, don't tell people how many bottles of shampoo I have in the shower. <laughs> but uh, now I'm sure she's glad yeah. because she's doing okay with just seven, 18. That was so, a long list. I posted a picture on Taz and Jim Facebook, and uh, there's already comments here. I have 21 bottles in the shower right now, all mine. I'm not kidding. I have a big shower, so it's moisturizer, face products, sunscreen, and deodorant. Wow. Jim, we were talking about how uh, it's a dream of yours to get lost in the woods, go camping, and and how Mm -hmm. Canada Day is always a great time to go out with the uh, the tent and have a campfire. (laughs) It reminded me of a story we haven't talked about yet on the show. Uh, the Into the Wild bus got removed from the Alaska wilderness by helicopter last week because uh, too many people were dying and getting lost on the way to go visit this bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, who would have thought that the original story of the guy going to the bus and dying it wouldn't have been enough, enough of a, a warning? Deterrent. You're like, come on, people. 
I mean, I Haven't love that movie. Have you seen the movie? <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you saw it, you know what's... I mean, even if you don't eat the poison berries, you're in the middle of nowhere, and it is rough. You know, I've always wanted to dine on maggoty moose meat. Uh, what do you say we go up to the end of the wild bus and make that dream a reality? Hopefully wow. we don't die on the way there. <laughs> I wonder, okay, how many people, state officials have said there were at least 15 other search and rescue operations since 2009. People gone missing trying to find this to, uh, into the wild bus, including uh, one involving five Italian tourists last winter, and one got severe frostbite. Now, if you haven't read the book Into the Wild or seen the movie Into the Wild that was directed by Sean Penn, it's about a, uh, a young guy, Alexander Supertramp, changes his name, makes his name cool, loses his wallet, ditches everyone he knows and goes on a journey of self-discovery into the Alaska wilderness and it doesn't turn out too well for the guy. Mm -hmm. uh, plan your vacations, gang, is what I'm saying. Make sure you have the proper supplies, you have an exit strategy. Alexander Supertramp didn't really do any of that. I don't know, man. Like People look at this guy like a hero. I look at him, he's kind of a loser. Well, like, what I was he know. thinking? He's incredibly naive. I think people who live in the city who've never actually been in nature go, now that, you know, nature's all about the acoustic guitar soundtrack in the background and petting bears. But really, it's like Manny, man, or like, it's, it's you versus the wild. The wild yeah, wins. Yeah, man versus Every, wild. Man versus wild. Like, you're completely naive if you think you can just like backpack up to Alaska with no training and, and think it's going to be okay. Right. Case in point, the movie Into the Wild. I, I honestly can't think of a worse vacation, movie set vacation destination, <laughs> like a place that you could visit from a movie that would be less appealing to me as mm. a uh, as a getaway hotspot, walking out to the end of the wild bus. They've moved it by helicopter. It was kind of cool to see that massive helicopter lifting the bus through the sky. And and taking it to an undisclosed location where they're going to keep it in storage because it, hmm. I guess now it does have some historical significance. It's going to Eddie Vedder's house, isn't it? He's the one who did the soundtrack. <laughs> he deserves it. The Into the Wild bus, real bus in the Alaskan wilderness. People were trying to get there, getting lost, having to get rescued. People even dying mm -hmm. as they went on their pilgrimages. To, to go find this bus, so they finally decided to, to get it out of there, to move it by helicopter last week. What, what's the Boy Scouts motto, Jim? Do you know? Um, I don't know. What is it? Be prepared. Ah. Uh. Obviously, Alexander Supertramp from Into the Wild was not a Boy Scout. <laughs> he, was, he was not prepared. And things did not end well for him. Uh, that's a good piece of advice if you're going on a camping trip. Be prepared. Another good piece of advice, leave the drama at home. All right? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Here's a headline. Fight between friends during canoe trip leaves Sudbury woman stranded on Spanish River. So this is northern Ontario. Yeah. 35-year-old woman from Sudbury had to be rescued earlier this week after she had a fight with her friend during what was supposed to be a five-day canoe trip on the Spanish River up near Manitoulin. The OPP received a call just after midnight. Someone stranded in the river. So the, the pair left out on this canoe trip but had a heated argument which resulted in one woman leaving in the canoe and the other being stranded on shore with the tent and limited supplies. <laughs> wow, that is so, vicious. Whatever this argument was about, it was a doozy, and, and one of the women just took off in the canoe and left her friend stranded there. Now, this is... I don't know if this counts as always being prepared. Due to not having any cell service at that location, the woman inflated... Her, her sleeping mattress, so she got on her inflatable mattress and started floating down the river on it. It's actually kind of brilliant. Left an SOS distress message in the sand where she had been camping, mm. and she eventually was able to get a cell signal, signal after floating down the river on her inflatable bed. And the uh, the park rangers from Ontario Parks were able to find her and rescue her from the area. That is insane. I'm not going to say it's attempted murder, but that is not that is not safe. That is crazy. That's a friendship ender right there. That's tough to <laughs> to bounce back from. I think. I would love. I would pay good money to find out what that argument was about. Just how <laughs> trivial it was. Yeah, that's uh, that's tip number two. Number one, be prepared. Number two, leave the drama at home. Make sure you're going on that canoe trip with the right person. And some shocking news, just looking at a global news article here. Uh, Ron Jeremy, turns out he might be a total creep. He's been charged with four counts of sexual assault. I'm just looking at a picture, this picture that's attached to this story. Is there a grosser-looking human than Ron Jeremy out there? No, even without the background story. Oh, man. I He was uh, an interesting specimen back in his prime, but if you see him now with the... Yeah, it's just not a good look. Okay, wait a second. You say interesting specimen. That still doesn't mean a good-looking man. You know what I mean? How did he? No, no, it's not. No, I didn't mean it as a compliment at all. Okay, okay. He was, uh, for for somebody who's starring in adult movies where you have to take your clothes off in front of people and a camera, it's uh, it's surprising that he was ever considered to be part of like worthy of that and i get it he's obviously got there's one part of ron jeremy that stands yeah. out literally and figuratively <laughs> but <laughs> who's attracted to ron jeremy this is how you know that the porn industry is totally targeted towards men because who, they're not looking at ron jeremy you know what i mean yeah and that's, especially said, back that's then. how he becomes the the biggest star yeah, he's facing some serious charges in a uh, in Los Angeles. He's been dropped 
from his management agency, and uh, he himself is he's claiming that he looks forward to having a chance to redeem himself in court because he, according to him, the charges are not truthful. But this is one. Bill Cosby. That one kind of was a, a blind side for some people because you wouldn't expect uh, Bill Cosby, America's dad, to get charged with this these sort of crimes. But Ron Jeremy, mm-hmm. that's not a not a huge departure there from what people may have expected, especially if you've ever seen him. I know he was in London, Ontario, a couple decades back, making an appearance at a nightclub. And some of the stories I heard about. What went down that night at the uh, at the club were uh, it's pretty gross. The stuff that Ron Jeremy was getting away with. Was he being super handsy? Very handsy. Hmm. Yeah, that's not cool. Like it's weird though. You know, you hire this guy to come to your bar. Obviously, the bar should be held responsible if he's crossing the line. You hire a guy to come to your bar. He starts being super handsy, and then so you got to kick him out. So you lose all your like. I could see why they'd be tempted to not deal with it on the spot, but uh, I don't think that stuff's going to be uh, happening anymore. <laughs> Do you think if they had high definition cameras back in the eighties, Ron Jeremy never would have become a porn star? <laughs> <laughs> Again, this picture that I'm looking at right now, <laughs> rough. It's just, yeah. And not only that, he became like a movie star kind of after. Like, anybody wants to see his face. Yeah. Well, what was the reality show he was on? Surreal Life, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. He was on one of those shows. He kind of worked his way into the mainstream. And just another one of these guys who apparently uh, wasn't drinking, going to bars and trying to pick up drunk women. And he was completely sober, which is, I'm not saying that all sober guys are bad and you can't go to a bar if you're not drinking but you know we've heard time and time again about uh this scenario where sober men will go and prey on uh heavily intoxicated women Mm -hmm. i wonder when the day like i mean there's a lot of industries coming under fire the video game industry right now for sexual harassment is is a big deal right now the comedy community um they're all having a bit of a reckoning here um, but the adult film industry by far is the one that needs a reckoning more than anything else. Uh, the stories from that scene is, I mean, obviously the shadiest stuff is going to happen in the, at the sex driven industry. Um, so I hope there's reckoning across all platforms, but a de- but the adult film industry, once that can of worms opens up, man, there's going to be some ugly stuff beneath it. Speaking of ugly stuff, oh my God! This picture of Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Scroll down. I don't <laughs> yeah, see it anymore. He's ugly. <laughs> he's sixty-seven years old, and if he's convicted of what he's charged with, he faces ninety years in prison. So mm-hmm. it's quite possible we've seen the last of the hedgehog. We we have a first-hand encounter to hear about from one of our listeners here who's met ron jeremy it's chris what's up chris yeah i was talking he was talking about ron jeremy he appeared at fanshawe college about uh 20 years ago and i was the security at fanshawe college so i i had to escort him through the school make sure nobody harassed him and set him in the office of the uh of the newspaper there until he went on and appeared there so it was a question and answer period so yeah, that was my uh, experience with Ron Jeremy. He came in in a 
Chrysler 300 is what they brought him in, and he was sleeping in the back of the car, and he was just wearing some gray track suit when he came in with this huge rock on his hand. And, yeah, all they had to do was escort him through the halls and get him to the office without being harassed. So, yeah, I don't know if he appeared at any nightclubs, but he appeared at Fanshawe College in the uh, student council room there. So there was about 300 people in there. And did he look gross in person? No, back then uh, he was he wasn't that bad at all. He was like in his maybe mid forties, I would guess. And yeah, he looked pretty good back then. He was all nicely clean. He smelled great, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he had a couple of big rocks on his hand, big rings, and really nice guy. Uh, uh, he must have been using that five in one body wash, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> that's his, that's his secret. He'll never <laughs> tell though. <laughs> I have heard that Ron Jeremy stinks. That's a, a complaint of some of his former co-stars. They say that he does not uh, have the best hygiene. Yeah, safe assumption. What's he doing at a Canadian college, by the way? Warning children not to drop out? Like, why Why is Ron Jeremy... Uh, I'm so confused different- as to why he was there in the first place. A different time, man. Uh, you look at, uh, at stuff that happened even 10, 15 years ago that now it would just be front-page news. <laughs> Why is Ron Jeremy making an appearance? Uh, well, I don't think he'll be making many college appearances <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after after this uh, his court date. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing how quickly things change and, and what used to be acceptable that now would not be acceptable uh-huh. at all. And it is nice that uh, Ron Jeremy had security with him to make sure he wasn't harassed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little irony in that situation, isn't it? Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.